When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something good. Yeah, that's right. Nothing but Netflix is back. And today we've loaded up into the queue. It's Singles Inferno, a South Korean dating show where sexy singles could either live in the inferno or paradise. And we will talk about it all here with a man who makes every podcast paradise. It's Chappelle. Thank you, Rob. That was so nice of you to or, say. Or uh, it makes every podcast the inferno. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, like, I think Brings I lean the towards heat. the inferno side. Yeah. I bring the heat and yeah. I'm chaotic, just like this show. This show, like, is this show markets itself as some dating show. But honestly, this is shenanigans from beginning to end. And we had to bring in a guest who was very, very excited to talk about this show, Rob. And so I'm happy that, you know, we have some guidance because we just watched a lot of stuff and we got to go through, you know, the high points and kind of let people know what is going on on Hell's Island or the Inferno. Yeah, we watched the whole season of Netflix's uh, Singles Inferno because uh, our guest here today said, this is it. This is the show. You have to watch it. Please welcome in, of course, the co-host of the Wrestling Rehap Up and a person who's having a huge podcast week. It's Mari Forth. Mari, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm so excited to come here and talk casually with you guys about Singles Inferno. Mm -hmm. Yeah, boy. Um, uh, thank, yes. thank God for both of you. The Ravens uh, didn't make the playoffs because I don't know how you would have uh, fit this in. Made today. Yeah, <laughs> recording. You've been talking to yourself, made, Rob. <laughs> no, had they made the playoffs, I'd probably been like, tag me in because the way they playing this year, I'd rather be in, in hell. <laughs> like, so. That is true. That is true. <laughs> this the same thing. Yes, Mari. Why? Why singles Inferno? Okay, so it's just so weird because one of my friends is like, "Hey, you should watch this. It's on Netflix." I was like, "Okay, let me give it a shot." I started watching it and I was like immediately hooked line sinker. Like you got me. This is my, I'm, I don't know if I should be offended 
that Rob thought I was above this type of TV or more offended <laughs> that Chappelle thought this was just up my alley. I feel like hmm. I'm offended by both of y'all. Hmm. Um, but- well, well, I was right. So <laughs> I, think, I think you should definitely be offended at Rob mm-hmm. because I was like, nah, this is Mari's bag. Yeah. Yes, I am. I am a huge fan of of Dummies on Islands. Shout out to Kirsten McKinnon. It's like I, I am. I love Love Island. I love The Bachelor, Bachelorette. We all know this. So like uh, those type of shows. I'm watching Joe Millionaire now. Why oh. I don't know, but I love it. I'm hooked. Um, so and the podcast, Mari. Yes, Jenny is amazing. So mm-hmm. like I, I just I, I'm here for it. Whenever there's TV and there's messy love drama, I'm here for it. Now. The Korean version, this Singles Inferno, it's funny because it's drama, but it's not messy, but it's like, it's like elegant mess in a sense. Like, <laughs> elegant that's why mess. I think I was drawn to this. Very polite yeah. mess here yes. <laughs> on Singles Inferno, which we, wa- we watched the whole show. I, I have to say, yes. I- I'm-, I'm-, I'm still very confused. I texted Great. Chappelle earlier today and I said... <laughs> What what is going on on this show? There's no prizes, no eliminations, yep. and yep. nobody is having the sex. Nothing. Yep. <laughs> they held hands. I think. Yeah. I think two people. Two people went yes. in a hot tub. What kind Mari, of dating show is this? This is a cross between Love Island, The Genius, and Great British Bake Off. Because yeah. it has all the, the editing magic of the genius. There's a lot of flashbacks. There's a lot of like conversations that you don't see in the real time, mm-hmm. but then they go back to them and say, Oh, that was a very mm-hmm. important thing. I hope you didn't miss it. They did you do know? That. Yeah. And that's the genius part. I mean, Love Island's clearly on an island and yeah. it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of people sitting around. Um, <laughs> but the Great British Bake Off part is the fact that there's no prize. It's a, it's a cake plate. Like, yeah. and the biggest thing that these Maybe moments you get a Hollywood handshake is, if you're lucky. They they got a Hollywood <laughs> hand hold at the end of the show. I was like, well, there you go. Uh, they holding hands was the grand prize of this show, and I was like, well, you know, here we are. Mm-hmm. So yes. this, this was fascinating TV, Mari. It was, and I will say, I did pitch it before the last two episodes air aired, but I still I, I still stand by it. Mm-hmm. Um. Totally. Only because it's it was so different than what we've seen on TV, especially American TV, because like Rob pointed out, like half the time, you don't even know if they like each other because there's no like real physical contact, you know. And again, we're not we can only surmise from what we we see. But even we know as Americans our our uh, culture can be heavily like over sexualized, especially when it comes to our reality TV, especially reality TV dating shows. So it was, I think that was one of the most the interesting interesting parts about it was because like they don't kiss at all. <laughs> they don't <laughs> like Rob said, literally a handhold at the end is how they signified who they chose. Like that's how like chaste it was. But in some way it still kind of still kind of worked just because of the really interesting format yeah well this is going to be a great setup for this week on nothing but netflix Mm -hmm. because later on this week Chappelle and i are going to be welcoming in kirsten mckinnis to kick off her coverage of season three of too hot to handle and i texted Mm -hmm. Chappelle and said that stupid air freshener would love this show 
Yeah, <laughs> right. Everybody's walking away a millionaire on this show. Like, and, they, and, they, and they only start with a hundred thousand dollars. The air freshener is like on for such good behavior. Here's more money. Yeah, here's more money. Yeah, too hot to handle. This would have been a completely different show if you had imported the, the too hot to handle cast from last season into here. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how we can compare the two now that we're bringing in Kirsten and the hot American dummies that she's used to talking mm-hmm. about. So this is definitely a good precursor to that. Yes. Yep. This is going to be sort of like baby steps to work our way back to too hot to handle. Mark, can you explain the <laughs> format of the show? Because I think there's going to be a lot of people that are listening to this and that they uh, did not uh, sit through the show, uh, right. but are probably interested to hear us talk about it. And the show about- uh, is available uh, many different ways uh, that, uh, but I think the default is going to be it English dub over Korean. So I couldn't do that. I have to do Korean audio with subtitles because I hate the dubbings. I truly do. Um, but that's just me. And mm-hmm. and mostly because the du- the dubbings even more make me not be able to feel the emotion behind it because it's you're listening to the actor's voice and then they, they don't even match the yeah. people. Ugh. Anyways, I listen to it regular uh, original audio with English subtitles. But the format is like uh, Rob said, we start off with um, with five men and four women. And they're they're introduced on this island. They come down one by one. The island is called the Inferno. It's a deserted island. It looks like it like it clearly looks like a very small island, very survivor esque. And it's just hot. We know it's just hot. They have very little uh, amenities. They have to sleep in like two tents, uh, men and women. They have like, it's out. It's an outhouse. They have to walk all the way down the beach to get their own water. Um, they do have what's called an ice cafe where they can go and w- hike to get like s- some cold water. But it truly is like they don't have a refrigerator. So whenever they have to eat, they have to make their own food and they don't get any protein. Like they just give them bananas in the morning and stuff like that. But anyways, Inferno is a desert island that you don't want to be on. The only way to get off of it is to couple up through a uh, like a coupling ceremony that they have to go to Paradise. Paradise is this really nice fancy hotel where they can order whatever they want for the food. Some of the the hotels have swimming pools, massages, hot tubs. Like it 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 is uh, clearly Paradise. The hook of it though is like this is a 9 day show. Like Literally each episode is basically one day and they have to couple up and, and, and try and find a, a, a match at the end of this nine days. And it's just so fascinating. It, it truly, truly is. And in the middle, they add more people. They, they really do switch the format up so many times in, the, in, in this um, episode, in this show that it just kept it interesting, even if the characters themselves weren't giving you much. Okay. Yeah. If you have if you haven't seen this, imagine like a survivor reward. Okay. So you're on Survivor. <laughs> there it you is. Get the yep. reward. The reward is what they are living in. So it's not survivor esque uh like uh living arrangements. They don't have to build their own shelter or whatever. But it's kinda like That's when true. they bring in the cafe and like, oh, what what's that uh one season where Bob Dog's in like the, the outhouse? Like they bring in the uh, cafe charmin and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> they, but but that's their normal living arrangement. So it's not like they're living uh like uh in like just some like horrible situation, but it's definitely right. comfortable, especially if you're gonna be dating people and for nine days straight. 
But then yeah. paradise would be, you know, like my, maybe like Ponderosa, like a very, very fancy hotel or something like that. They go, they get the, all the amenities they want. And when they get to paradise, they can actually start talking about themselves a little bit more in yeah. depth because mm-hmm. one of the hooks of the show is that uh, the contestants cannot say their occupation or their age unless they're at paradise. And so yeah. um, it's another reason why they're incentivized to try to get matched up so they yeah. can actually go and talk and learn about each other. And this is full spoilers for this full season mm-hmm. of Singles Inferno, but let me just yes. spoil the occupation of every single person <laughs> on the show <laughs> is fitness instructor, model, CEO. Yep. The big yep. three. <laughs> the big three. Influencer. Yeah. Yeah. So the, w- there's another reason why you don't watch this stuff with dubs. Because when you have the dub, you have the American or sounding actor. Like, like right. I am. I, I run a, I run a fitness shop, you know, and that's what they say. <laughs> but then you look up on the screen. It's like, no, no, no. This person started a gym they are the ceo mm-hmm. of this company it's like mm-hmm. you don't run it you are the you are the company you you started this and every last one of them have started their own business they're amazingly talented and smart people i think yeah. one only one is a student and even she's like studying neuros neuroscience uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, these, these are not hot dummies these are hotties yeah. and hot smarties if you will yeah hot smarties <laughs> yes, on exactly. on, yeah they're basically like glamping almost it's like they're glamping <laughs> on the island so like mm-hmm. it's not that bad but it's like hot you know yeah. and yeah, it's, it's not like <laughs> yes yes thank you it's inconvenient it's not like love island for people who watch love island it's not a nice fancy like uh you know even yeah. love island is supposed to be kind of minimalist because they all share one room but it's like it's even more minimal than what love island is yeah. so it it truly is very interesting and that's why as i was watching it I was like, I I need Netflix to option an American version of this. Like, I truly, truly need an American version of this because the American version of this would be so extremely toxic and messy. Trashy. It'll yeah. be so amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can tell people don't have it that bad on Inferno uh, that uh, people work out. They yeah. like to do like they have, there's like a gym and like weights like in the sand yep. like uh, in the sand people yep. <laughs> people that are really doing bad aren't working out. Yes, they're they're definitely well. They're fed. You know, they mm-hmm. the the biggest thing for them is they don't have protein. Like they they don't get protein that often on the island. Mm-hmm. So they have and they and they of course have to cook their own food as opposed to getting like room service in paradise but it's really not that bad at all yeah right it's, it's definitely better than this past high. season of survivors mm-hmm. uh <laughs> <laughs> rations right yeah no every episode is just like it's kind of hot isn't it hot aren't y'all hot yeah, it's very hot today. it's hot yeah. it's hot very hot today one time it like, rained yeah yeah yeah, it rained at once, and they all had umbrellas so like, let's be very clear they, they, doing they right. weren't big they doing umbrellas right. yeah yeah. Yeah. Yes, but these people aren't used to being out in that heat, Chappelle. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Even if it's a, a mild heat, they are just not used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And also, if you're looking for inspiration to get on your New Year's resolution to hit the gym, then uh, this show is also uh, it yes. for you because uh, these people are in very good shape amazing shape and most oh, of them yeah. have to be because like half of them all of their their occupations depended on them being in shape yeah uh yeah so it was it's great i love this show uh Chappelle, how did you i don't know if you said how did you watch it did you watch it with the original original um korean 
I have then, to switch it up whenever I get busy. So if I'm doing something, um, then I have to do the dub so I can hear it and I'm like piddling around the house. But if I'm sitting there like and I'm trying to pay attention, then yeah, mm-hmm. I have to switch it up. But it really just depends on the mood I'm in. I, like I said, I I understand why you do what you do because the the affect that these people don't have on their on their uh, voices when they are dubbed is like. They're just reading the lines. It's, it's almost yeah. like uh, the dub person is not an actor. They're just a reader. And so it's kind of mm-hmm. like you don't really understand some of the snark and some of the phrases. You don't get it. But if you're hearing it, you know, hearing the inflections in their voice and stuff like that. Or if you watch a lot of Korean dramas, I'm assuming, then you probably can pick up on that kind of stuff and read the subtitles. But for me, it just depends on what mood I'm in. But uh, at some point, yeah, I had to hit the dub. Yeah. Yeah. I told Rob, dubs, uh, dub, we don't do dubs. We subs, not dubs. Look, baby. I, I totally subs, understand what you're saying. That, that that sounds like the superior way to watch the show. But if you want me it to is. watch <laughs> a, a season of the uh, uh, South Korean dating dubs. sensation show this week, uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I need to listen to the dubs. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. And I'm going faster than one X also. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's probably why you're still confused, but I get it. It's okay. I'm not shaming. I'm not watch shaming here. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Rob, one of the other things that this show lent like steals from other like shows that we were just talking about is that they have challenges. And I know that these other yeah. shows too hot to handle. They do and have low violence. Sometimes they challenges. have challenges. Yes. challenges. Yeah. But this was yeah, like, folks. show me how physical you are so you can get a date. And I was like, oh, I got to win yeah. a race. Like, time too. <laughs> yeah, I gotta win a race. Oh, I gotta wrestle somebody. That's, yeah. I, they did the wrestle day. later on in the season. There's no puzzles on this. Yeah, there no puzzles. No puzzles. There's, there's no like <laughs> suck and blow. That's the kind of stupid game they'll play Whoa. on. Like, uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. kind of stupid game they'll play on. Like, too hot to handle. Yeah, like, real, well, yeah, yeah. real Let's get y'all playing strip yeah. poker and stuff like that. But this, they're like, nah. Yeah. You get out there in that ocean, you take off running as fast as yeah. you can. Mari, <laughs> I, I thought that the challenges for the most part were a little underwhelming uh for the yeah. most part starting with okay uh start in the ocean and then race back to this stick yeah to get a flag like yeah the first challenge they had to do was it was just basically musical chairs <laughs> you know basically they started off with with yeah. it was the guys so the guys were five guys they had like three flags they ran to them and they whittled it down till it got to the number one person and then i, I think i think what it was was because those early games it wasn't for anything other than just uh you win and then you get to take two people on like a special like a luncheon date where they actually provided you with food this is a way for them to to uh 
uh, earn food. Um, and that was it. It wasn't until later in the season when they had the wrestling date and then the like steal the cap date that it was like, mm-hmm. it was really, Chicken it should have been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It should have really been like um, everybody going for it because that was the only way you could get to paradise. You were no longer like, you know, guaranteed a shot at paradise at that point you had to fight to get to paradise so it made sense why it kind of got more intense near the end of the show mm-hmm. yeah yep. these, these were fun to watch but then like at the same time like you said mari like the stakes were so low at the beginning they so were I was low, like yeah. oh okay um <laughs> one of the one of the cool mechanisms they had aside from the challenges is this uh mailbox situation yes. that they have yeah uh, Rob, right what did you think about the like passing notes element of the show yeah, so if you get to like tell uh, the group which person you wanted to go to paradise with, so you would put mm-hmm. a note into the mailbox, uh, and then uh, you had to then the person that got the most notes got to pick who goes to paradise. Is that how that works? <laughs> no. So what it, what happened is in the first in the very first episode. This is why I told Rob earlier when we talked earlier this week. I was like, okay, I know you're you just watched one episode. It's hard to get through. Keep going. Just keep mm-hmm. pushing through because it'll start to make sense. But in that first episode, it was just kind of like they got to know each other on the island. They were just cooking and it was all fun and games. And then they told them, hey, slip a note into the mailbox of the person you're kind of like feeling. And that way, that first time was just kind of like feeling each other out. And that's why some people got like two notes and three notes and then people got none. And then most of all the guys got at least one, but that was the first mechanism. It was just like, Hey, I'm kind of interested in you, but they were anonymous. So also they didn't even know who these notes came from um, unless they included like some sort of inside joke. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of a way to break the ice later on in the um, season. What they would do is um, depending on who was like choosing. So the first choosing, it would be the men, the men would go out and say, I want to go to paradise with so-and-so earlier in that day, the women took what was called a ticket to paradise and slipped it into the mailbox of the guy that they would, they chose to go to um, paradise with. I think it's a mechanism so that they don't like try and switch up, you know, at the last second. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> The women, the way I like to uh, describe it is like a consent ticket. Like the uh, women, I consent, <laughs> I consent to go be in a room alone with you. And so they drop that into the mailbox. Then the men come out and they yell, "Oh, I want to go to paradise with this woman." If that woman had put a consent ticket into his box earlier mm-hmm. that day, then they would, she would come out and they would both go to paradise together. So, and that's how the first. I think the first two choosings went um, was was that and and they switched it the next time the men dropped a consent ticket and then the women chose. Um, and then after that, they switched it up again, which I was like, wow, they they were really trying to make sure that a lot of the couples couldn't um, keep going back to paradise uh, over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I thought it was interesting because it's one of those things where it's like your prisoner's dilemma again, you know, like yeah. Shipwheel Island. <laughs> like, yeah, yep. it was Shipwheel Island. Like she can vote to take you to paradise, but if you don't vote for her, then neither one of y'all are going to end up in paradise exactly. unless yep. somebody else <laughs> voted for you. So it's kind of like, yeah, you had to have the perfect match and there's no way of you really identifying that unless you had that strong of a connection in the one day that they were together. And, mm-hmm. you know, they spent the first day pretty much just cooking. 
So okay, they yep. didn't get a lot of time to bond. Um, and there were a few that, you know, tried to make these instant connections, these very strong bonds and very quickly. So they're like, when it came time for them to choose, they knew exactly who they wanted, but there were others who were playing it slow and they had nothing to go off of. And they were just like, I guess I'll pick you. And so mm-hmm. it was interesting to see the people who had a connection, but maybe voted for the wrong person because they, they thought it was stronger somewhere else. And yep. then they just got left holding the bag at the end of the day and watching the person <laughs> that they wanted go off on this amazing date. And they just have to sit back at home and just wallow. Um, so I appreciated that. Like, like, like Mark said, cla- a classy drama, not Very nothing classy. messy, but it was classy. Yeah. Chappelle, can I ask you about uh, what you said about the format of the show, which is basically like playing out in real time. But then there are also mm-hmm. four people who are not really hosts of the show, but they oh, yeah. just are also <laughs> seemingly watching the show at the same time. And then they talk about what's happening on the show. Do you, do you like this format? Ah yes, the peanut gallery. Yeah, Dahi, Kyun, Jin Kyun, and you. Uh, Han Hei. Look at yeah. you, because I listen. Couldn't have tell, told you. No, I watched it twice. I, I love them. Okay, they were the high point of the show for me because yeah. they they it's um they were doing like the live feed updates yeah. of the show. Yes. Yeah, I was like they're hosting a podcast in the middle of the show. <laughs> yeah. They're watching it happen, but they're doing such deep strategy dri- diving on like these emotional connections that like mm-hmm. you're you're watching the same thing I'm watching. The but LFC roundtable. Like, right. And <laughs> yep. Every turn, it's it's the first week of live feeds on Big Brother, right? And so Taryn has been watching through the night, trying to glean <laughs> any little thing because the, the feeds were down. We got to figure out who linked up, blah blah. And they're doing the same thing. They're like, oh, well. We look look at them. They touched hands. You know what that could mean? Well, I don't know about that. He touched hands with that other mm-hmm. girl too. Well, well, yep. well, she doesn't seem like his type. Like they're giving the play yeah. by play throughout the whole thing, and they are so invested. Rob, they <laughs> they care invested. a lot. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes like, something happens, and they're like they're covering their face. Like, oh my god, oh, <laughs> yeah. girl, did you just see <laughs> baby? They can, like cover their <laughs> face with the card and yeah, everything, like, or they were blushing at, at the one point later in the season. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so great. Yeah, and that was another thing. I'm like, at first, I was so confused when I when I tell you I put when I put on episode one and watched the first. And it was like ten minutes in, and these four people popped up. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> But it, as you go along, they give a lot of context to what's going on. It wasn't until the last two episodes where I was like, okay, y'all need to get up out of here. Because <laughs> I, I was like, it was those last two episodes that I felt like they were trying to wrap up the storylines. Like they were <laughs> the producer trying to make you feel something. And I'm like, I'm not feeling that. No, nope, mm-hmm. you're not going to try and uh, gaslight me into feeling something. <laughs> yeah, no, they they had clear favorites who they were they rooting did. for in mm-hmm. certain yes. situations. And I was like, girl, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. I, was, like, I see y'all pulling for him but i don't mm-hmm. i don't see it he's not giving exactly. me what y'all said he was supposed to have gave um we'll get to him in a second because i do have opinions yeah. but um <laughs> yeah but the, the peanut gallery was fun it just like they evolved from people who seem like they're innocently watching the show and kind of just part of it to the end of <sighs> like where they are completely engulfed in the storyline and they have they're all invested in their mm-hmm. own favorite people yeah yeah but they exactly. didn't drag anybody like they never turned no. on anybody no, yeah, they they they, 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 they do their, yeah, they do their <laughs> subtle digs. Yeah, they do their subtle digs. But again, I think a lot of that comes <laughs> Yeah, a lot of that is their personal preference. Um, because like it's bad enough to go on a dating show, I'm sure. 
and and be judged by people that you're trying to date. But imagine getting da- like judged by people who aren't even there mm-hmm. in the real yeah. time. So you're trying your best not not to be like the one person who doesn't find a match or to not mm-hmm. you know embarrass yourself. And you got the peanut gallery in the background just going in on you. I'm talking about like like uh poor uh Jin Tyke. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for him, because they're like, look at his beard. Oh my God, he's so hairy. Like, what? <laughs> he, he has like a five o'clock shadow, and they are dragging it like every chance. Yes. They're like, I'm mm-hmm. surprised he got picked with that beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And oh chest hair. Yeah. Oh, he's a hairy, uh, hairy yeah, mofo. He- yeah, yeah, and apparently it's it's really like I, rare. I guess. It has to be. He was yeah. the only one with facial hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and um, uh, <laughs> Soyeon asked to like touch it at the end there too. <laughs> like she's like, I've never touched hair or facial hair anymore <laughs> at, any, at any point. I was yeah, like, so wow. he has very unique uh, chest hair. Uh, yeah. to the point where that uh, I was wondering, is this uh, was this manscaped or is this just how it comes in? Yeah, he did say in his intro that his hair grows at different lengths and different mm-hmm. parts. Like he he said he he uh, I think he said he shaved his face like a few times a day because his his hair comes in differently on different parts of it. So it's Chappelle, like very is that a interesting. Thing? Do you have you found that uh, different parts of your face grow uh, at different speeds? <laughs> yeah, I have a, a beast of a mustache, but the beard is patchy in places sometimes. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you said it, so, not me. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, I have to keep the mustache under wraps. But the the beard, you know, it could use some prodding sometimes. I, I only have to be popping. Well, I, I only ask this for this man because there there is not a hair out of place anywhere on this man's entire body. So I feel like that uh, maybe oh, this yeah, was he, like something that a, a look that he, an aesthetic he is going for. Definitely, yeah. I think so too. Oh, I yeah. think I definitely think he he definitely shaves it to where he wants it to to be. Um, but I do just want to go back to the peanut gallery for just two seconds, because the one thing that I did really appreciate appreciate about them, and I think uh, Chappelle brought it up, was that they do show the flashbacks. Like, though, they were the main ones who would, like, kind of introduce, like, the flashbacks because they would see something and, and then they'll be like, oh, you remember this? And then they'll they'll do bring up the flashbacks that is something that i actually really really enjoyed and it was something that when survivors started doing it you know sparingly throughout the season is again something i enjoyed because i don't remember what happened you know two seconds ago so please please let me you know see it again however again maybe it was because it was by the end of the the season i was like we have seen this clip 50 million times (laughs) i don't need to see it again Mm -hmm. yeah that Why? that's true. The the first couple times it's helpful. It is. Yes. They're like oh, they're like, remember in episode one, he did say he liked her and he touched her on the shoulder. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. he did say he told her he liked spicy foods and she yep. remembered. But by the last episode, they're like, remember back in episode one, he told her he liked spicy foods. He's like, I was like, we know, mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. Like, they ain't talked since then. Spoiler alert: some of them had not. And so it, I guess it helps if you are not binge, if you're not binging the show. Maybe if you're watching it week to week. You know, right. eight weeks later, you don't remember that stuff. But we watched this in one week. So I was like, ma'am, I just saw that. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's not necessary. Does anybody like the color pink? Oh, okay. God. Yeah. Can yeah. we just clip. jump? Yeah. yeah. Go can ahead. We, can, Wherever can you want to go. Talk about that. No, no, no. Because like I said, I was going to be mean to somebody. Just a, t- just a, just a pinch. Just a pinch. See whom? Yeah. Yeah. Say whom. Say whom. Say whom. Listen, Sehun 
Sorry, was guys. given the big simp energy. He got that Ooh. big simp energy. Like he mm-hmm. the whole time. Like for the, the sulkiest man who has ever been on television. Mm-hmm. Eh, probably mm-hmm. just this year, honestly. He's probably not that bad. But the way they paint him, he has like the arc of the winner. You know, like he starts off, he's downtrodden. Ooh. Nobody wants him the way he wants them. He only has eyes for one person. He'll never falter. And then like he gets his growth art narrative in like the last two episodes where there's a bring in somebody new and he's like, Oh, well maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll talk to them since I, I, the person who I've been pining for hasn't looked my way, but then he finally gets the moment with the person that he's been waiting for the whole time. And he's just like, yeah, I laid eyes on you. Episode one, you said you like my pink. I love pink. Pink is my life. So <laughs> I'm basically in love with you now. And everybody's like, Oh my God. Say who? Wow. He did it. I was like, uh, can we please get the camera on yes. anybody else? Ah, yes. it's so simpy. So, 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 so. And that's simpy. what I said. Those last two episodes infuriated me. I'm like, you are not. When I tell you they wanted me to like this man so much, I was like, I don't <laughs> like this man. I don't, I don't like him. I like him <laughs> even less. At first, <laughs> at first, I felt bad about for him. At first, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, you know, oh, the girl he likes doesn't like him. Okay. But he like, follows her around then the whole time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Look, I, and it's going to get even worse because the, the second time he gets rejected by her everybody tries to tell him to get a clue get a clue sir get a clue but no he turns on the messenger i I feel like we'll talk about that later uh but like not only that the what really pissed me off and where it where it was when i text Chappelle, we gotta talk about this on c on episode six with the cliffhanger there was a game where at the end they had to do the wrestling we already kind of teed that up and the winners got to choose somebody to go to paradise. This was the only time that you did not need a consent ticket. And that's why I, mm-hmm. uh, this is why I'm calling it a consent ticket because this was the mm-hmm. only time where the winner could pick anybody that they wanted to pick and the person had to go with him. He wins. Say wins. He has two women who are dying to go to paradise with him. Sue Min and Minji, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that they were the newest two. They were the newest, the twist, the two newest women, and he picks Ji Yun, the one who Chappelle had correctly pointed out that he has been following for the whole season. She is forced to go to a hotel with mm-hmm. this man who she has said on camera made her feel uncomfortable. I'm not rooting for that. I don't care how how much they try to replay and tell me I should feel. Uh, you know, great for him that he won. No, I thought that was so inappropriate. I was like, I was out. I was out from that moment on. And I was so pissed that they tried to make me feel, feel good for them. I hated that part. <laughs> they they okay, did I'm that sorry. on purpose. That's why they <laughs> changed the format up. They were like, we, cause you could tell the peanut gallery was all in. They were like, look, this is our guy. Like, we just feel so bad for him. He's so <laughs> sweet. I'm sure he's so like romantic and he has all these feelings and we should just uh, like, they should, why aren't the women just falling over him? Like they just should give him a chance. And then all of a sudden, conveniently, they're like, okay, you get to pick the one time throughout the entire season. You get to decide what people do tonight. And he's like, yeah, my turn. You're coming with me, baby. I was like, Ugh, oh, why? Man. I really did not like why? that. Why? And then when he finally gets to her, he's like, yeah, I've been looking at you since episode one. I was like, is this you? 
on Netflix? <laughs> is this another show that we have to cross <laughs> <Yeah>. over with? <laughs> like, is this right. Joe? <laughs> like, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Gosh. Like, t- I'm sorry, yeah. but geez, like what? Does Brian Scally stand him too? Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure Scally's like, yes, <laughs> King. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it, it was. It, it, I agree, Mari. What that? But I, I needed a villain, and he was mine. I'm sorry, <laughs> the whole time. I agree. Yes. He he was mine as well. Yeah, it was, it was sad. The, sad. The man did not get picked by his uh by his partner. And mm-hmm. he comes out the next day wearing all black, like it was a funeral. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If you don't take that veil off, boy. <laughs> He's like, yes. I just slept in. I'm sorry. I was just really tired from yesterday. You didn't do nothing. You didn't go on no date. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being really hard on Sehun, but he was driving me crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. I was rooting against him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally does get to talk to Jian and... He was he was like, This was for me. Yeah, this is this was for me. I just wanted to like tell you how I felt and and yeah, this is this is for me. And I just feel like I don't know. I, I think Gian is really nice. I think she um handled it well. Um I, I don't I don't like how like Chappelle said, those the four people they really liked him. So they were saying like, oh, him showing initiative, him being so dead set on her, that is that really if I if I was her, I would give him a chance for continuing continually trying to pursue me, even though I've said no several, several times. <laughs> I was just like, I don't for me, I was like, that does not resonate with me. If he if she and also people like Gian had her own kind of journey here so by the time that Sehun forces her to go to paradise with him she has no prospects like her prospects have all fizzled out even though it they had like burned really hot at the beginning like she was a very popular person at the beginning all of her prospects were gone he was the only person still checking for her but I just did not like how they were making her feel uncomfortable for not giving him the time of day she basically just said all right okay fine fine <laughs> like, damn. fine yeah let's <laughs> let's go out let's talk casually sure whatever mm-hmm. yeah better than sitting here in the inferno yeah, yeah exactly so i just it that whole situation just it was just so weird to me and i and again i just feel like she was being polite i, f- I feel like she was being polite she didn't want to hurt him i do think once they did talk i i could i guess i could see how Oh, no, I didn't like it. I still didn't like it because I felt like he was making her feel bad for not giving him a chance at the beginning. That's mm-hmm. that's literally how I felt on their second date because, spoiler alert, uh, she gets to choose who she wants to go to after he did, like the night before, and she does choose him. Um, again, I think she had no other choice, personally. <laughs> um, but on that date, they kind of continue to flesh out, like, why didn't they try and, you know, like why he basically asked her why she wasn't giving him the time of the day at the beginning. And she was just saying, like she said at the beginning, there was no spark. She said it to all the girls. She told him that she doesn't feel comfortable around him. And so at this point, when this was like the last episode and he's still questioning her, she starts crying and she starts feeling bad that she didn't open up sooner. And I was just like, that's when I was really not feeling it at all, but I don't Mm -hmm. know. Rob, we're, 
Did this go over your head as well, or this? You got- uh, a little bit. I, I totally got that this guy was like a big loser, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I did text Chappelle. I said, uh, "Singles Inferno," more like uh, "Simpers Inferno." Uh, I did say that, but he, he he was boiling with like the internal struggles that he came up with in his own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but you talking about me you or are- or? Uh, <laughs> Most- yeah. <laughs> Rob was seething at this guy. No, um, I, I did find an article, okay? And this Ooh. article was uh from Zula.sg. So that means it's from Singapore, I guess. And they rank Singles Inferno's cast members from worst to best according to their dateability. And I would like for y'all to guess of the men Benham. how high. Oh yeah, high. <laughs> yeah, which oh, we could talk about the tears too. Just mm-hmm. to say, let's let, I will drag him some more after this. But um <laughs> I would like for y'all to, to guess on a scale of uh, from anywhere from one to six, where they ranked Sehun on dateability. What is one good or six good? One being the highest ranking, six being the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say I would probably put him at five because I think nobody beats June seat. Like, who is he? <laughs> who is June? Mm-hmm. We barely, we barely saw him. So yeah, maybe I'll, I'll give Sehun uh, the fifth spot. Um, okay. This article is not written by those four people that are watching the show, right? <laughs> I, I cannot I'll, tell I'll you. I'll give this six. <laughs> they ranked him third. <laughs> third? So who did third he most dateable. It says, throughout the series, Moon Sehun, uh, Sehun showed yeah. unfaltering interest in uh, oh. Jiyeon uh, while his behavior struck off as creepy for some viewers. Many felt <laughs> a, a sense of relief when he later cleared them up during a date with her. His sincerity definitely touched her heart and viewers were also glad they ended up, spoiler alert, as a couple later on. <laughs> Not to mention when the new faces like Minjin and uh, Sumin entered the show, he also took the initiative to take care of them. Thanks to his kind and friendly nature, both contestants were able to fit into this new environment very quickly. Look at him. Okay. Damn near uh, the favorite. (laughs) So who did he beat? I I know he had to beat Jun C. Yeah, he's third. So the only people he lost to were... And and I'm sure this is no surprise to anybody who's watched the show, but this is um well Seung and uh well Hoon Seung and Young Young Jung, uh the two best friends that knew each other outside the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, like they knew the, each which one? Yeah, they used to work out together. Remember halfway Wait, through the he show? He was higher, like um they no. were higher than him. Listen, yeah, they were the two people who outranked him, one and two. So uh, really, like I know one a homeboy who came in halfway yeah. through and stole right, I, stole his girl. Stole, <laughs> I get why why Hyung Jung would he's number one, right? Yeah, Hyung Jung, yeah. Jung is number one. Yes, I know why he's number one because he deserves it. But I don't understand why uh, Hyung what, what what's the other one? Uh, I lied. Hyung Sung is number one. Hyung Sung. <laughs> yeah, he's Stop number one. It. He's number one. I don't understand this. I have yeah. to see this list. Hmm. Said, because... I will send it to you. It said he only entered the show midway, but he grabbed the attention of the female contestants for several reasons. His hot body, his bad boy looks, and of course, his killer anything. confidence. His hot body, his <laughs> bad boy looks, and his killer confidence. Yeah. Marie. Yeah. I don't agree with uh, <laughs> Sehun being higher than uh, Jin Tae, even He's though... He's a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Dang, Marie. 
Everybody okay, likes a bad boy. Yeah, boy I sent you the whatever. Bad boys inferno. <laughs> bad boys yeah. inferno. Yeah, Mari, did you have a favorite character on the show? Yes, I did. So, uh, so so young was my favorite. She she was my favorite. Now, did were there some issues with her? Uh, I feel like there were not any big ones, but I think she approached a lot of this show, uh, not in the greatest way. Um, so for instance, so, so young is she's 34. She's the oldest woman there. She's, she's the tallest woman there. She's the most athletic woman there. She's the most tannest woman there because that's, that's how they talk. And she was my favorite from the beginning. Cause I just liked how like, uh, her personality was and her and another girl, Ye Wan were really cute, uh, friend couple on there. So, so, so young, she, Initially, like say Hoon, when they did the the first mailbox thing, she put a note in his mailbox, and he actually put a note in her mailbox as well. But the next day, say Hoon started his dogged uh, <laughs> pursuit of <laughs> Ji Yun, and so So Yun ended up uh, with Jin Tae or Jin Tae. I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I mean, not his, his the second part of his name. Um, he was infatuated with So Yun from the beginning. And the both of them kind of like, they looked really good together. This is the guy with all the hair, everybody. Um, Jin Tae <laughs> had all the hair. And he kept making an effort with her. And because of that, they ended up going to paradise together in the first round. Now, I think here she says it a few times, like she was not originally into Jin Tae. And I think when they went to paradise the first time, it was kind of just to get off of Inferno. I think she knew he told her before they voted that he, she was the only one he was really talking to. And so I think that was kind of strategic on her part. So they got to go to paradise first. And even when they're there in paradise, let me know what you guys think. I didn't even think they liked each other when they were there in paradise. And mostly because he's 30 and she's 34. And she kept saying like, she's normally not attracted to men who are younger than her, but she was the oldest cast member. So that, I mean, <laughs> honestly, um, but then at, at some point while they're there, you could tell they warm up. And then she asked him like, you know, you're never going to come to paradise with anybody else. Right. He's like, of course not. You know, cut to the next day he went with somebody else, but I liked her because she, I, I do feel like she had the biggest, the actual growth throughout the series because she originally didn't like Jinte. I think when he went on another date to paradise with G Yeon the next day, I think that's when she kind of started to realize that she actually did like him because he started pulling away mm -hmm. when they came back. Um, but then, <laughs> but then she started mixing up her feelings with, mm -hmm. with uh, Sihoon as well. And I think some of the best moments of the whole entire season are her interactions with uh, Sehun because they brought the drama. If you wanted the drama, it was between the two of them. Um, so before I continue, what did you guys think of So Young? Um, she was my favorite. Um, because, okay, great. Like, I felt like she had the most personality that wasn't just like, oh, she's so pretty. You know, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. Yeah. It's just, it's just, she's so striking because she's very athletic. They got mm -hmm. into like the the sport, the sporty side of her. And I mean, she plays every sport. Everything. And she apparently yeah. does them all well. Uh, and so like when they had the physical challenges, it was a no-brainer who was going to win. Like she was going to demolish everybody. Um, I'm talking about the race they had. It was like, 
It's almost like she showed up prepared fan. for a show like Survivor <laughs> and the rest of them did not. <laughs> um, they were laughing at how comical it was, at how bad that she was beating them in those competitions. But you're right. She had the, probably the most interesting storyline. And, and there was like a love triangle or square at some point that still yeah. was not as interesting as she was. And so, yeah, yeah for me, she was one of my, she was my favorite. Um, and I was happy to see her end up with um, uh, Jen Take because yeah. uh, for, for me... I thought in the first episode they they looked good together, and then when yep, they got same. to in front, they, when they got to paradise, I was like, oh, maybe this ain't gonna work, right? <laughs> but then I started looking at her other prospects, and I was like, girl, say who? You know, like, right. like you better than that. <laughs> so uh, that I'm sorry, he's third most dateable. I'm sorry, but whatever. <laughs> From my perspective, you better than that. So I was happy that you know she ended up going in a different direction. Yeah, exactly. I did think that uh, Jin Take. Uh, I thought he was uh, doing a little of the gaslighting uh, with the when she was asking about why uh, she didn't get picked to go to uh, uh, why why he went to paradise with another person. Yeah. 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 It was interesting because I think she was lying as well here. So they Mm -hmm. they have a conversation. I think it's in like episode uh, four um, where. Jin Tae has can't come back from uh, paradise with Ji Yeon, uh, the object of Sehun's affection, <laughs> and he clearly he still he starts kind of like um, talking to both of them. He even tells the guys like um, it didn't completely change his his mind when he went with Ji Yoon on um, the date to paradise, but he was now torn. And when he came back, he would flirt with Ji Yoon, and then he would also flirt with So Yoon to the point where So Yoon was like. I'm confused because he, the first day he was telling me I was the only person he was coming out, he was going after, but now he's, he's clearly, um, also flirting with Ji Yun. So when they had this conversation that Rob is referring to, he's telling her, like, I picked Ji Yun because I thought I would be staying here. Um, but So Yun points out to him, but like, but you told me if it wasn't me, that then she would be the person you were then interested in. And he's like, yeah, she's like, but so you weren't expecting to stay here on Inferno with me because that's another like, that's how Chappelle put it um, when we were explaining the choosing ceremony. If you go, if you don't match during the choosing ceremony, you stay on Inferno. So in that second choosing ceremony, the couples who had already went to paradise could not pick each other. So they knew they couldn't pick each other. So they had to pick other people. Some of them were planning to pick people that they knew they wouldn't match with so that they could stay in Inferno and get to know each other. But um, it didn't work out that way because Jin Tae picked Jiyeon and Jiyeon just happened to pick him back. And they went and they actually had a great date. And so um, I, I I also feel that So Young was was lying here because she told him, oh, I picked Sehun because I knew he wouldn't pick me. But girl, um, you might have. You wanted him. He, yeah, exactly. You might have thought he might not have picked you. But if it had worked out, you would have been excited. So that's why I was like, she's kind of she's kind of lying a little bit here to cover her butt. So I didn't understand why she was kind of trying to. um get him to admit that he did pick Gion because he liked her when she mm-hmm. was doing the same thing. But this was kind of like the catalyst of um, after they talked, uh, he said he was going to think about it. And, you know, later on down the road, I think he ended up realizing that he did want to be with So Young. And she realized he told her that she wasn't making little moments with him while they were on Inferno. So she also started like reciprocating and that's how they ended up together. Like, you know, and I think out of all of the couples who ended up together 
on the island. I think they are the only like real couple <laughs> that mm-hmm. actually. Well, yeah, yeah. I think they are the only real couple, really. I, I was rooting together. for them. I was. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. but but I'm I'm team Gentake on this one. Uh, like. Okay. <laughs> So, so you threw your vote on somebody else just in case they played an idol. Okay, so sometimes it worked out, sometimes it don't. But right. it looked like they had they did the same move. It's just hers didn't work. She there threw it on Sehun, hoping they like, okay, which comes worse? I end up with him? Not so bad. But when he did it, she's like, you told me you weren't going to come here with nobody else. He's like, well, damn, I, 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 did, I couldn't pick you again. I just threw my vote <laughs> on somebody and then, you know, push come to shove. It's night one. It's night one. Yeah. The only thing, the only only problem I have with him is that he was spitting that same line to everybody like nah baby it's you I, it's only you I only want to come in with you he <laughs> said that the very next day when he came uh, with whoever else he came with, with. so I was, yeah. I was like yeah. I was like oh uh, yeah yeah don't get caught up telling the same lie to everybody you know you gotta switch up your game sometime but uh, like I said I land on his side on this one but uh, according to this article a lot of people have Mari's uh, look on it and kind of were like mm, he has well, to plummet see- down the rankings that's the funny thing because I'm actually not as hard on him, but like when mm-hmm. I was when I made all of my friends watch this, the, everybody was like, "Oh my god, he's such a player!" I was like, "He's not a player, he's guys. I don't, I don't Dang. think he was a player. I I truly think what happened is like, uh, him and So Young's interaction was so awkward. I think mm-hmm. more because they liked each other. Then when he went on the date with Ji Young, it was kind of like. As they were both, because at that moment when they had went on that date, they both had already gone on other dates and had already liked other people. So I think they were kind of just letting their hair down and just being friends and being funny and didn't realize that, oh man, we, you know, we're comfortable around each other because there's no real pressure. But now this is kind of also making us like each other. So I, I think that's, I don't think he went into that second date like really trying to like bag Jiyun. I just think it accidentally happened. And I think he did want to try and weigh his options. And then he realized like, why am I doing this? I, I do want to be with So Young. And the reason why I don't fault him for that is because she was doing the exact same thing. He did the same thing. She just, he's just better at her than it. Dang. You yeah, yes, exactly. He actually had some, in, like, Jion actually re- reciprocated the feelings for him while she was going after Sehun, who had no feelings for her because he was too busy running up under Tiny. Jion. Right. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Mess. So I, I'm actually not that mess. hard on him. I like mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I, that's that's why I don't understand how he was below Sehun. And Chappelle, yeah. do you like uh, Jintake's jokes? Uh, apparently, he's so funny. But again, mm-hmm. with the dub, I was like, I missed it. <laughs> like, I, I think he said that uh, you must be tired. And uh, uh, the woman was like, why? He's like, because uh, you have been uh, uh, walking my in dreams. my mind the whole day. Yeah. 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 The translation like, you've might have been walking up and down yeah. a beach. Yeah. It was, get it water. was <laughs> running through my dreams. And he yeah. he is funny. Again, like I said, I did have the time to watch it twice. And going back and watching the first two or three three episodes after you know what has happened, all of the warning signs for everybody were in those mm-hmm. first two episodes. <laughs> Truly was. Say who one of the first things Say Who said was like, once I like somebody, I'd never give up. I was like, mm. uh, yeah, <laughs> they flashed back to that <laughs> one too. Like, yeah. I am laser focused and I Persistent. have to date the person that I like. I was like, you are a creep. But okay, <laughs> exactly. go off. Yeah. So yeah, and um I don't I don't know if you guys want to talk about the the Sehun and So Young of it all, but that was that was what got the those middle episodes that really um I think propelled a lot of the in game forward. 
But um, while everybody else was gone on that second Paradise date, Sehun, um, So Young, and uh, Hyung Jun were all mm-hmm. left together on the Inferno. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and So Young was trying to explain to Sehun, like, dog. Ji Young does not like you. Like she does, she does not like you. Like she knew his intention and she still picked somebody else mm-hmm. because she didn't want to lead you on. Um, but the problem was <laughs> uh the next day, after she after they come back, after Jiyun and Jintae come back, and it's seeming like there's some chemistry there, um and Jiyeon again tells all of the girls like I don't like Sehun there's no spark there he I don't feel comfortable around him so Yun went back to Sehun in the guise of trying to give him advice so she in the guise of trying to give him advice she's like hey you know you're making Jiyeon uncomfortable which was true it was completely true but he took it really like to heart and he like started kind of crying a little bit because his ego was hurt. And he says it later, his ego was hurt. But on the backs of telling him he needs to like give Gion space, mm-hmm. she also then tells him that she kind of has feelings for him as well. And then they finally realize that they wrote each other on the first day. Like he had wrote her a note in the mailbox anonymously and, and she had wrote him. Um, and they, they're like, Oh man, they didn't realize it. And she, and then she starts to say like, yeah, you know, initially I, I really would liked you, but I realized that you were into Jiyeon. So I kind of backed off and then, you know, me and Jin Tae kind of became a couple. So, but you know, now I just want, I just want to put it out there. And she kind of, she mixes her feelings with the Jiyeon situation, which even in that moment before I saw the, the blowout that came out later, I was like, this was not the appropriate way to do this. At all. What did you guys think about this initial conversation that they had before everything popped off? I've, I thought that when she hits him with the like, the way you feel about her is how I feel about you. And then just stares at him. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, it was, I mean, you have to very straightforward. This, right. <laughs> she was like, the way you've been stalking her and just kind of looking at her from across the room. Baby, I'm right here. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. And she don't like you like that. So, I mean, so but for me, I was like, Girl, you have n- clearly moved on as well. Like I, I see that you're still throwing this out here, but we like four days in. By now, right. what do you want them to do? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna stop pining over you. We gonna throw Gentake to the side and just go be a couple. All of a sudden, like you missed the mark too. Uh, so for me, that whole interaction was messy, still elegant, but messy. Yeah, Enough for me to kind of <laughs> just uh pay attention and be like, oh okay, this is what we doing. But of course, like I said, I don't like Sihoon, so I was like really rooting against him. Like, girl, you can do better. You can yeah. do better. I don't know if Jin Take is better, but that's who I wanted her with. So it worked out for exactly. me. Exactly. Marsh, they have had an yeah. elimination at some point to get rid of the people that uh were just like messing things up for other people, or or is that part of the appeal of the show? I mean, since it's only a nine-day experiment, I I I don't I actually like that they all made it to the end, kind of. I, I truly do. I like that it was a relatively small cast to begin with. It was nine people to, to begin with, uh, nine days. Nobody got voted out. I, I was actually fine with that um, because I thought it just it made it more interesting because as you're trying to map to somebody, like somebody else who who was also into them is just 
staring over your shoulder. Like, so, Mm -hmm. you know, if you would have gotten rid of some of those stragglers, you would have missed out on the tension because that's all this really was, because it's not like there was any real fighting or any real yelling or any real switch ups. It was just that awkward tension of knowing that your best friend is also, um, interested in the same girl as you are. So I, I was okay with no no um eliminations. The, but the best friend. Let's talk about the sexy decoys. So yeah. halfway through the show, they bring in three sexy people. <laughs> yeah, the sexy decoys. Like yeah, they bring great. in three people who were You're not gonna bring involved. in more hotties, Chappelle. Yeah. That is universal. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. You got to. So Sue Min shows up at some point. Uh, uh Minji shows five. up. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, episode yeah, five, show. day five, I want to say is when yeah, she and then uh, Minji shows up, and then of course, um, what I guess the number one most dateable one of them all, Young Sung, um, yeah. And for Young me, Sung. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. You bring in the um, the the extra people. That's very too hot to handle. You know, like that's not yeah. that's very Love Island. Just keep bringing in people. Mm-hmm. Like th- this is normal yep, dating yep. shenanigans. But when you bring in somebody and be like, oh wait, that's my I best friend. Him. I, used yeah. to, I, I work out with him all the time. What are you talking yeah. about? And then even Gia was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I, I almost ran into him the other day. Like we know a person who knows a person. We was at a party and then we just missed each other. Like I could have been working with him at the club. You know, I was like, wait a minute, y'all didn't went and got somebody that they actually know in real life to add real drama to this. That's when you get my attention. I thought shenanigans mm-hmm. again, shenanigans. shenanigans. Yeah. But yeah. I was I like, maybe this is appropriate. Uh, like, I, I have, I have no idea. Like, how many South Korean fitness influencers are there? Enough a to lot. fill a cast, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> fill a cast. But I don't. Maybe they got. Maybe they got like uh, a, a bunch of them. Like they're they all like uh, are hanging out in the same places. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. They, they went to that same gym and just got the two of them at the same time and just didn't tell them. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that South leads Korean to like did as much effort as American casting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, like mm-hmm. it was like Big Brother. Like they, they know knew each, each other. other. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, um, but it was it was no like, thing, right? It was not like oh my god, all right, we have to like uh, we can't have this. It was just like oh okay, whatever, cool. No. Uh, I don't know about that. There were Joe there were Millionaire that, like, kicked the woman off because she knew him in real life, right, Mari? <laughs> yeah, they did. Stop as the stop so. the production. Look, as the resident uh, reality TV uh, historian here, I will say that Joe Millionaire has done worse. Mm-hmm. So we we can leave that at that. Um, but this 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 the sexy decoys and bringing in uh, him at the at the very end is really yeah. p- part of like one of the primary dramas of the season that I didn't really care about that much until mm-hmm. it happened. Uh, bringing in Hyun Sung at the end and making this a love triangle between him, his best friend, and Gia um, was like the big moment of the finale. Because mm-hmm. throughout the season, Gia is she is the the one everybody's rooting for. I don't I don't know. Maybe 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 it just I it didn't translate well because I was listening to the translation, but uh, she seemed cool, you know, but like they were mm-hmm. making it seem like nah nah, this is the baddest. Like she is the one everybody's clamoring for a date with her. She goes to her mailboxes, five, six envelopes in there, like she just yep. getting all her love notes, throwing them to the side. Nope, not this one. She going to paradise three, four times with three different people because they all just yep. can't like I just can't stop picking her. And so by the end. They all have to select the person that they want to end up with so they can get off of Inferno. Uh, and so the way this mechanism works is that the women walk out first to, uh, well, the men walk out and just, well, I guess the women walk out first the, and just kind of hang out. The and women then, were stationed around yeah, along and different, the 
beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are Strategically. The they're, they're all in their spots. So you have to walk past certain women to get to other women, if you know what I'm saying. And so they <laughs> yeah. tell the men to go out there and go stand by the one that you want the most. And of course, Gia is standing by two gentlemen at one point, then three, because she's just the hottest commodity on the beach. Like there's moments where people are walking past people and being like, I'm sorry. And going straight over to Gia, who now has to make the biggest decision of the season. Does she go with the two gentlemen who are good friends, who she knows pretty much outside the show? Or does she go? Was it, was it, was it, Jin, uh, no, was it Jensik? Was he the third one who thought he had a no, chance no, no. for some reason? No, it was uh Shihun. Yeah, she hun is like, yeah, she I got hun. this. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. She hun, she hun, she hun, she hun. She hun yes. is like, yeah, I'm, I'm the third option. Like, no, you're not. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. We you haven't talked not. about him yet. Yeah. Stop. Look, you are not the third option. Go away. That we have this love triangle. It doesn't need to be a square. And yep. so the moment is, you know, they have to have the Hollywood hand grab and determine who's going to walk out hand in hand to to to, to win the show and to leave Inferno. And the suspense is building because for me, Dia wasn't giving me much personality. So I'm I didn't know you. who she was feeling more because she's still so like dry and cold. Not, they kept saying cold, but I definitely mm-hmm. think she gives kind of like Ice Princess a little bit. She's kind of stone faced a lot of times. She smiles, mm-hmm. but she, she she can't be bothered. So exactly. I didn't know who she was going to pick. And, you know, she doesn't end up picking um, uh, the homeboy, um, but she ends up going yeah. with Young Soong, I mean, Young Jung, uh, who she was with since day one. And so, yeah. although she didn't get like two simultaneous dates with that person because everybody kept pulling her in mm-hmm. other directions, it always looked like the two of them kind of had eyes for each other and she just kept leaning back that way. But that was the most dramatic moment of the entire season for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just leave everybody else just standing on the beach crying. Or I don't know if they were crying, but you know, we never see what happens. If you get left on the beach, you just get left on the beach. Uh, yeah. Chappelle, I, I did think that after uh, uh, Hyun Sung uh, came by, I did think that uh, Hyung Jun uh, got a little simpy also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was salty. <laughs> and, and Gia, she knew, she's, I, I think she knew what she was supposed to be there to do. Because she would yes. ask questions like, yes. so if you had to pick between like love or your best friend, you going to pick love or you going to pick your best friend? I mean, like you just you might have known him forever, but you just met me and I'm awesome. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> pick love. She's like, I know you would <laughs> like you better pick love. And then she didn't even pick him. So, um, so, yeah, I think he had reason to be a little simpy. Because he could tell, like, why is she spending so much time with this guy? He just got here, and I've been, like, trying to put in work, and it's so hard. It's so hard to flirt with her because everybody is flirting with her. And the peanut gallery is like, yes, queen, yes, we love her. Pick her, pick her, love her, pick her, choose her. And so for them to finally get their moment and and him get picked in the end, I thought it was a triumphant moment for him. And, yeah, it made her look cool as hell because, like, she got to just, like, like oh yeah, I casually get to have my choice, you know. Whatever, I'm I'm, I'm the baddest. Y'all know it. Y'all know mm-hmm. who it is. It's Gia, you know. So um, yeah, I like the the end of the story probably more than the story itself because she was getting pulled in so many different directions that you don't really get time <laughs> to actually care about her with one one particular person. Mari, are yeah. the four commentators uh, not unlike in wrestling where sort of the commentators <laughs> are there to sort of like help sell the story. Is that kind of like the same idea here? That's definitely how they were near the end. Like definitely near the end. You knew who their favorites were. You knew that it was like, they're like, okay guys. Good stop God, that's natural- Young Jones music. <laughs> yeah. Stop giving your natural <laughs> stopper. Now we got to start saying which are the best couples you gotta you gotta push the couples so 
definitely, definitely by the end. And I just, I, I'm so glad uh, Chappelle brought up Gia because, I mean, I think it's hilarious because if you go online, a lot of people love Gia. A lot of people like her. And I, I like her too, but I also feel that she got away with a lot of things. Because if we're going to talk about, like, people got slightly mad at Jin, uh, at Jin Tae, like, talking to both Gion and Soyeon when Gia legit strung three guys along, like, the whole season and just nonchalantly. Like, like Chappelle said, she knew, she was like, I'm going to be the drama. I'm gonna be the drama's gonna Am be I me. The drama? It's me. Yeah. Yes. It's me. I'm the drama. <laughs> yes. And she she knew it. And you could tell from the the very first like episode because I think she she liked she definitely liked uh Hyung Jun um because she kept coming back to him, but you could tell that she wanted everybody to be into her. She was a beauty influencer, like that's her um that is her, her job. Brand. She's a beauty. That's her brand. Yeah, she's a beauty inf- influencer. And she even comes on like really I, I mean, I do like her vibe. I'm not going to lie. She was she did definitely have like a bad bitch vibe. She's like she shows up and she's like none of these men are my type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like But then she she commences to charming them. She she has this gaze, like she has this these eyes that pierce through people and just make men like whimper. And it really got ratcheted up because at that second trip to paradise, she went with she Hun, who um, Chappelle just <laughs> brought up as a non-starter. She Hun was originally dating Ji Yoon. And uh, when him and Jia ended up on Paradise together, it was kind of another one of those situations where they're like, we picked each other, but we didn't think that we were both going to pick each other and end up in Paradise. But look, we accidentally did. But the moment they got there, She Hun was just like, infatuated with Gia and it was funny like I I, if you went back and saw this interaction it was hilarious because she hun was like oh my god like you're you know you're just so he well he didn't call her sexy but he was just kind of like I've never felt like this for a woman and he was like saying saying how like uh, he he's shy around her. He couldn't like really look at her, and she's just throwing like little quips at him. Like she's not giving anything. Like Chappelle said, we don't we know nothing about Gia because she didn't give much, but she does know how to flirt, and she was flirting so hard with Shehan that, and he was just eating it hook, line, and sinker. Um, I think one of the my favorite lines was like he said he when he said like oh my gosh I I I'm completely. Um, turned he he originally was checking for Yun, but now he's like basically telling Gia that he's all hers now and she was like well I guess that means you probably don't want to go back huh and then he was like yeah I don't want to go back I'm like did you hear what she said she didn't say she didn't want to go back she said you you don't want to go back and it was really funny I just thought it was I mean I I had to give it to her because at first I was like oh my god they are they're connecting way more than her and um Hyung Jun were but again I think it's a situation where it's easier to flirt with somebody that you don't there where there's no stakes that you don't really like than to like try and actually come across well to the person that you're actually feeling so when they get back to paradise she hun is smitten and he just turns into like he's just a shadow looming everywhere Gia goes and it was very very funny to be quite honest 
Like I liked Gia and a lot of people liked her, but honestly, we did not get a lot from her except for when she was flirting with the guys. And like when and like uh, Chappelle said, when when Hyung Sung Seung came, uh, the homeboy, uh, they were flirting like all the time, but they didn't talk about nothing. It was I, I've never seen people have so much alone time and talk about absolutely nothing, even when they were able to, quote unquote, talk casually. They didn't talk about anything of note. And and you, you could just tell she just wanted everybody to like her because I think some of those other guys who ended up on her like hook matched way better with other girls on the island. But she's just very charming and she just had them. She just had them wrapped around her finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so competitive. Like she wanted yes. to win. She's yes. like, I refuse to be the one stuck on this island. Like y'all not leaving me on the beach uh, standing <laughs> here. Like, well, which one do I like? She's like, nah, I'm going to get every last one of them in my orbit. Uh, and Mari's right. When they, when they go to flirt with her, they're like, I could not keep my eyes off of you. And she's like, yeah, I know. And they're like, yes. yes. And they're like, oh, you noticed that I couldn't keep my eyes on you? And she's like, yeah, of course I noticed. What are you talking about? They're like, oh my God, we're just connecting so well. She's like, you are connecting with me. It is yes. amazing. Like, and they're like, yeah. I mean, it's just like, I've never felt this way. And she's like, yeah, it's almost like you don't want to be with anybody else but me. They're like, exactly. How did you know? She's like, well, you know, just a feeling I got from you. We, I feel that too. I feel the same thing you feel. And she's just like, yeah, you know. It's cool, but I, I think I think we I think we'd be good together. I do I think we'd be good together too. Yeah. Well we'll have to see who I end up with. They're like, oh my gosh, she's gonna pick me. I can tell. And then yep. she's like, I probably don't have to pick any of you. But the I need the option. Y'all ain't leaving me on the beach. I she need was to great have at multiple that. choices. Yeah. And so she and truly like I said, was. She had the like the hosts. The plural, the peanut gallery. I hate to call them that, but I mean, we didn't have like I a mean, like a judges panel. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they had the live feed correspondence hooked too. She, they were like, oh, clearly Gia's gonna get seven or eight of these uh like letters. Like <laughs> men will throw letters, wow. the women will throw letters. Like she's gonna yeah. get them all. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, she only got she only got three. Oh my gosh, she only got two here. What's what's going on? Are they mm-hmm. are they losing their appeal? Did she really like? She had everybody in a blender, and so and, I appreciated and, that for her. And also, can we talk about like Gia, like every, all the other women had like loose flowy dresses, like very like just out on a hot island. This girl came in Chanel every single day. It was like Chanel. She had a Prada bag at one point. She always had a purse with her, which one of my friends was like, what do you need a purse Why? for on a desert island? <laughs> like, what do you need a purse for on a desert island? Um, and she, I mean, she stayed just fashioned up. To, to the T, they always call, they always said she's the most gla- glamorous and fashionable one because she had a label. If, if it was, it, she had a label on, she had labels on her hats. She had labels on her shoes. She was labeled out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll give it to her. She, she knew what she, she was portraying and mm-hmm. bougie. I think that's what it would. It's of bougie. course, Mari noticed the purse. We don't have to I get mean, into Mari's obsession. She made okay, that is my obsession, but also she made clear we all noticed the purse. She put the purse, the Prada bag, right mm-hmm. front and center mm-hmm. of the, uh, even the, I noticed the it. Yeah. Yeah. But Rob was like, Rob was Ma- like, is that Prada? Milan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she made sure we all noticed it. Mari, can I ask you about how big of a phenomenon is this show? Is is this a show that is really like a huge uh, that has just like been optioned by Netflix? 
Well, I see, I never heard about it until I just saw it pop up on my Netflix. But as soon as, of course, I, as soon as I got off, I went on Twitter and a lot of like uh, uh, BB Twitter. I, I know a lot of BB Twitter was talking about it. Me and Mel were going back and forth talking about it when she saw that I, I watched it. Like, I, I don't know if, if, you know, you guys said it was like number seven. I just know in my small little bubble, in my orbit, I made everybody that I know watch it and we all loved it. Uh, Twitter, you know, the people, some of the people I follow loved it. I, I just thought that it was so different. And this is why I forced you guys to watch the whole entire season because it, it really was very intriguing just to see how like a different culture handles, um, game shows like this. And, you know, even though we didn't get a lot of, you know, making out or intense dramas and fights, I think it really was very interesting. Um, to watch and I mean I, I don't know I, I can't tell I can't speak for everybody else but I really liked it I enjoyed it <laughs> yeah Chappelle had you heard about Singles Inferno from anybody else no nah, I was minding my own business and I got a yeah. voice note from Mari and said hey <laughs> stop what you're doing and go let's look you and Rob got two weeks to get ready for this. It's coming. <laughs> you, y- y'all, y'all got stuff on the docket right now but two weeks from now we talking about Singles Inferno so I was like Okay. And like I said, the premise sounds wacky. It's like you're stranded mm-hmm. on an island and then there's people like you get to go to paradise if you but if you get picked or whatever, and then we bring in people in the middle and there's strategy because you want to vote in a way that you don't get picked sometimes, and then we won't allow you to go on the same date with somebody twice. So we won't even let you really get to know. So I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so much going on here. And so mm-hmm. uh when I saw the trailer, the trailer really made me think, I was like, Oh, they out here competing, competing. That's a little bit mm-hmm. more tame than that. Uh and yeah. so I was like, Okay, well, I in a way, I was like, that's kind of refreshing. Um, in the same way that Great British Bake Off is refreshing. Yeah. Like, you don't yes. have to have the challenges that like put you dr- like doing all kinds of crazy things to make good TV. Sometimes you just say, okay, let's let's let this the twist or the little competition that we have just play out and see what happens. And so, like I said, there was some shenanigans throughout, but um, it wasn't the most complex thing I've ever seen. Like I said, when it, when it comes to Bake Off, it was like bake this cake this week. This is your week, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. it's like you got to use these ingredients. But like if this was like Top Chef, then it's like okay, make it upside down in a water cooler, you know, or like if this America's Next Top Model. Like you have to do this on your deathbed, you know, yeah. while we're burying you or something. So you know. Like I said, the premise sounds like very exciting, but it's it it is a slow burn. It is definitely something that you watch throughout, and then you kind of with all the flashbacks and stuff like that, you get to appreciate some of the more quiet moments because of the subtle things that they've thrown in. Um, so for me, yeah, it turns out to be like a, a lot uh, more gripping than I thought it would be because I was like, oh crap, like what is going on? Like I thought these people were gonna be out here like on Survivor, um, yeah. but yeah. So <laughs> I would imagine that it's popular in certain circles like Mari's, uh, yeah. but. It like it was very much a different take on stuff that we've seen before, and uh, yeah, like I said, it different, not bad, but definitely different. Mari, this was interesting that they released the episodes uh, like at a slow pace on Netflix. That this was not like yeah. just one one big drop, correct? Right, exactly. It was. It's exactly almost like how they do the circle, but instead of dropping it on like a Wednesday, like Too Hot to Handle did, or something like that, they dropped it on a Saturday. And I didn't even know when I had first started watching it, I was just binging it, and I had binged so much that I had gone through all six episodes in a day, and I didn't realize that the other two hadn't dropped yet. So I had literally binged the the first two drops and when the cliffhanger happened i was like oh and i was like what i have to i had to wait a whole week because i finished Mm -hmm. it on the sunday and i had to wait a whole week 
to see how it how it uh, played out. And of course, that's when I, I got manic and, and texted you guys. So mm-hmm. it was I, I think they did a great job. I think Netflix does a really good job of scheduling their their reality TV stuff to drop. At least like you give them three or four episodes drops and it, it makes it feel good because you can also again hop on Twitter once you get that you once you w- watch that last episode you can commiserate with people and then um, wait for the next two episodes so I, Netflix is doing a really good job and that's why I said I just I think the real draw for me here is just imagining what this would be like in America because I do feel like some of those couples would have changed changed it up if they weren't so nice like we're we're not nice over here mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not as polite as they are in in south korea so like i think there's a lot of people who are feeling other people but just didn't want to rock the boat a lot so it just kind of ended up with like this like the same um people that we expected to get together while i feel like here in america it would have been two people would have come back from from that second date in paradise and would have been like chucked up the deuces to the people they had went to before so mm-hmm. yeah it uh, the the format definitely carries th- this show um i would say yeah it did uh reach the netflix top 10 tv show chart globally so uh oh. it does seem like it found some success on uh, netflix i guess i guess what i'm curious about and maybe some of the listeners know is uh, that how big of a deal is Singles Inferno in South Korea? I think it was number one uh, in Netflix there, from what well, I had heard. Is it a Netflix original, or is it a show that had been airing on South Korean television that Netflix picked I have up? no clue. I have no I, clue. Because I think those, it's a Netflix original. Because the announcers, when the announcers first come on in that first episode, they're like, okay, here, we have Singles Inferno. It's a Netflix show. It was like, it was like they didn't know. They're like, okay. And they were like kind of reading the rules when it first came on. And they're like, okay, so it's Singles on a Beach. Like, it seemed like even they didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. until they started watching it as well. So, yeah, it could be a Netflix original that was maybe optioned over there in South Korea. Or like, from what I understand with a lot of the Netflix shows is, um, they'll, especially the reality TV one. I know this happened with Love Is Blind. They, they, a production company will produce, will make the show and then shop it around, and then it might land on Netflix as a Netflix original. Because I think that's what happened to Love Is Blind. They had actually shot it like two years before it had even like dropped or something like mm-hmm. that because it still needed to be uh, optioned or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, y'all. Hey, y'all are on the podcast called Nothing But Netflix. I'm gonna need for y'all to uh, do that. Uh, Wait, we have to figure out the answers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Chappelle. Do you have anything else you want to say about Singles Inferno? No, I thought it was cool. I think that, Chappelle, yeah, would you is- appear when Mari options the American version of Singles <laughs> Inferno? Would you go out and be stranded on the Inferno? Mm, let me think. So, I mean, the show was not messy, but if you add somebody like me, it will be. And so, yeah, um, yeah if you you definitely put me on an island um, in my head, I'm going to be on Survivor in my head. Like if you put me on an island, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Survivor. But also, like, let's just walk down the beach and get some ice. Uh, and so, yeah, you probably get some of, I guess, the comedy that Jintake was having 
Yes. Uh, but that's about it. You're not going to get too much uh, ratchetness out of me unless you bring me like a ratchet, like supporting cast. And so you bring them, yeah. then I can just stir the pot in all those other directions. I'm trying not to get picked. Yeah. I don't want to go to paradise. I want to stay back and be in everybody's ear and be like, oh my God, I can't believe she didn't pick you. Didn't she say she was only going to yeah. go with you? Ill? You know, mm-hmm. I want to be that guy um, because that's what we we're missing. We were missing an antagonist. I found my own villain, but we didn't really have somebody stirring the pot too much. We didn't have anybody who was just completely just trying to like block someone else's relationship that we didn't see a lot of the, like the undercutting that we see in American television. So would I do it? Probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of stirring the pot, uh, Mari, I thought that the food on the Inferno looked pretty good at times. Yeah. Noodles and fried rice. It's like, Oh, that uh, doesn't look too bad. The funny thing is the only reason why is because a Sehun was there and he's a chef. He owns his own like a restaurant or something, right? Like he's a restaurateur or whatnot. We don't find that out until day five because that's when he's able to do the (laughs) paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the only reason why they, they were able to really like whip up some actually really good dishes and look like is because he works in a restaurant, Mm -hmm. which is pretty funny. Which by yeah. day five, they all had figured out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark, do you have any other thoughts on Singles Inferno for us? Um, I do. Lots. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that uh, I think Ye Wan, I feel, I feel like she got a Purple Kelly edit, but she was probably the most personable person there. And I'm pissed about it because the little glimpses that we got from her were so hilarious she was such like a smart ass and um she as well was like a, a physical trainer fitness instructor yeah. and like i said we we got our glimpses through her because she was like so young's like number one so whenever so young was going through with jen take and, and sihun like she would sound it off on yewan and Yewon was just so funny. And I truly think that Yewon and Hyung Seung would have been a better match if he wasn't so fixated on Gia, the, the homie that came in halfway through. They had a really good like back and forth and a talk. And he kept talking about how much he liked her. And then he didn't even pick her to go to paradise. He was just so fixated on Gia. Um, so I just want to say that Yewon is the, the, the unsung hero here. She even almost provided us with like, the, the gag of the century because when it comes to the hand holding ceremony she she picked a uh, june seek picks her they were actually apparently talking the whole time we didn't get to see them of course because they were edited out but they were actually talking the whole time and when it came her to her decision to like hold his hand and say that they wanted to leave paradise together she walked off <laughs> she like yep. straight Said walked bye. off at first yeah, I said bye. And I was like, thank you. But she she was just playing and she told him to come on and they held hands and they left. I was like, no, girl, you weren't playing because there was probably no spark between her and June C. Because if there was, we would have saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both got a purple edit. And I, I just feel like I don't. she didn't deserve that. She didn't mm-hmm. deserve yeah. that. And I don't She's understand the- why none of the men weren't checking for her. Like, she was yeah. so cute. I don't understand. She she was the cool homegirl. Like that's how she kind of came yeah. up. Like everybody was friends with her. The girls were friends with her. The guys were friends with her. Everybody was cool with her. But exactly. you know, she didn't get enough edit for us to see her actually in like romance mode. So I was happy that she ended up with somebody. But I definitely caught me off guard because when she walked off on him, I thought, well, you know, that's it. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> sorry. But um, I think like if you were to do a spinoff show or something like that, and you bring back Gia or you bring back um, uh, one of the other contestants, she's always got to be there as like their advisor. Right. Yeah, She's the person yeah, like the sidekick yeah. who's like, Yeah, like yeah. let me tell you about him, girl. Like, I know I nah, you she better than him. Or yes, that's what she's good for. She's good TV. 
So I'm hope, hopefully she has a better uh, like uh, another chance on a television show because she did well. I thought I thought she was uh, one of the standouts. Okay. Yeah. Chappelle, are you ready to now pivot to mm-hmm. looking at the premiere of season three of Too Hot to Handle this week? Oh yes! See, this was the cultural reset we needed with uh, with Ooh. Inferno. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it cleansed us of all the drama and the filth and the mess that we're so used to in our American television. It was exactly like, oh, Rob, we just needed to take a break. We had some good, wholesome fun here. We had some hand holding. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was great. Yeah. But now, now we do the mess, and we do the mess with Too Hot to Handle. And for those who are uninitiated, Too Hot to Handle is like this show, except you take away a lot of the, the twists and the turns, and you say, hey, we're going to bring in all the people who want to have sex all the time, and we're going to put them on an island, and we're going to dare them not to have sex, and mm-hmm. that's it. That is the show. Yeah, you, 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 that's you want, the show. You want to have sex, and we don't want you to, and we're going to put you in precarious situations where you feel like you got to have sex, <laughs> and we're going to say, no, we're going to take the money from you if you have you, sex or if you touch or if you kiss or anything like anything. that. Anything. So, yeah, so anything. No, hold, no anything. handing, holding hands. I think you can hold hands. I think, I think you might you be can. a hold no, no, I think you yeah. can. I, I think, think you can. I think you, a kiss <laughs> is the first uh, penalty. The you kiss can is the first. More. You can hug, yeah. But slippery this slope. Is too hot. Yeah. Too hot to handle is where we've seen, we've had moments where people are like, stand guard outside the restroom. I need to go pleasure myself. And the guys are like, yeah, I got well, you. Chappelle, like, you didn't have to bring that sh- up. Yeah. Well, season, season two that. was a, season two was a, uh, uh, a Rob yeah. Emmy, Emmy nominee. <laughs> like, I don't well, know about that. They should have, it, it, there were some big moments. So what I'm saying is we are going completely in the other direction that we are going to talk <laughs> about filth and mess and it's not going to be elegant at all. And we're bringing in the perfect guest, the expert of Dummies on a Hot Island, Kirsten McGinnis. Yeah. Yeah. Like your your guys' head is going to spin at just the complete, at like 360 of the differences between Singles Inferno and Too Hot Day. We're ready. Like, we're ready. Yeah. That is just. We're, that I, we're going from the Inferno to Paradise. Yeah, yes. or vice versa. I don't know. I think it's probably yeah. which one is too. Which on one is too hot to handle? Right, mm-hmm. like it's too hot to handle yeah. the, pe- the inferno. <laughs> It'll be interesting for me for season three because I thought season two was almost too meta. Like they, 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 they had already seen season one, so they knew yeah. what the deal was. No, I, no, Mari, no, yeah, they, I they were yes, shocked they that they were on too hot to handle. It was a surprise. <laughs> Rob, you remember, like, they brought them for a show, and then they switched it out on them. Oh, my God, it's too hot to handle. Yeah, they were like, oh, my Yes. But I will tell our listeners that that, that Too Hot to Handle is going to be bonus Nothing But Netflix. We'll be back again next weekend to talk about something else, and that we don't know what we're going to talk about. Oh. No, we don't know. So, and so are they dropping all of Too Hot to Handle? I think I'm they're sorry. dropping the whole thing. I think so. So, Kirsten oh, wow. McKinnis is going to do other recaps, uh, but she is going to, uh, we're going to simulcast together for the premiere of season three of uh, Too Hot to Handle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. The, the crossover event of this year. Century, yeah. And she will have more mm-hmm. recaps al- along the way. I did. I, I am. I am pushing for a special season three, episode seven recap with uh, myself <laughs> and Akiva and Kirsten. <laughs> if oh, we can God. work that out. It's the right move. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. yes. So that means we still have something that we still have space for what we need to watch next week. Yeah. Um, and so um, I noticed in the top 10, you have the show cheer. 
uh, which is a show about a cheerleading team in Texas. Is that um, interesting number- to you, Chappelle? That I saw that as uh, one of the top things on Netflix. I said, well, I wonder if number- Chappelle likes that. It is number one. I am familiar with the school. I'm actually very familiar with the cheerleading coach as well. Um, my cousin was on that very same cheer team. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she's not on the show, but she was on that very same cheer team. And so I do have some insight into that show, uh, but it's not my favorite thing. I think um, like season one very much like sets the tone. And if you like season one, you'll be back for season two. And like I said, it's doing very well. It's number one. And so uh, mm-hmm. not something that I'm just dying to cover, but I'm sure people would love to hear us talk about it. Um, there's a show called Archive 81, uh, which Ooh. is on its first season, but yep. it is like a, a thriller or something like that. And AJ yep. Mass has let me know that it's he's halfway through and it's very I'm good. I'm halfway through it. Yeah, uh, too, as well. All right. All right. Cool. So we got the endorsement there. Um, of course, of course, Ozark is coming back. Well, Ozark mm-hmm. is back right, or whatever. And, and so it'll be in the top mm-hmm. 10 for a while and, and um, a few other things. Yeah. And then, of course, they have coming coming this week. We have a litany of other shows. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it seems like there's a lot of stuff dropping at the end of January on Netflix. A lot of stuff oh, yeah? coming uh, January 28th, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Y'all- is that the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the, in the window? Yeah, that what is, is coming. that, yo? Is that a parody? <laughs> I was like, no, what is this? That's a real movie. It's a real horror thriller mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, but it just has an absurd title. Yeah, <laughs> but is it related to that other movie, The Woman in the Window? Nah, this is different. This is the woman in the house oh across the street gosh. from the girl in the window. Mari, dang, yeah, that sounds like a parody title, yo. There's home what, the woman home. in the house in the girl's street. <laughs> <laughs> Chappelle, Home Team is coming, starring uh, Kevin James as Sean Payton. Ew. We could talk about that. Uh, do you would you do you want to talk about Sean Payton? Um, I think it's I think it's a comedy. Uh, we're not talking about the is real it a Sean comedy? Payton. Yeah, I mean it, Kevin James is. Uh, is Sean Payton funny? I mean, I don't think Sean Payton. Bounty Dave is funny. Sean Payton himself <laughs> is funny, uh, but I don't think enough that that's what the movie's about. If they talk about Bounty Gate, I think we have to go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Rob, we are we are approaching Super Bowl territory, so that yeah. could be a good. Uh, a good uh, Super Bowl week show. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I probably won't record on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, but we oh. definitely could. Uh, I don't have know. That well, like, I, I think there's, that there's a lot of stuff coming to Netflix in January and February. We might uh, have, we might miss it. What about oh, okay. uh, the Lost Daughter? Th- that looked good. I know um, uh, Phil suggested it. I think Lost right? Daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah Phil Thompson. Netflix? I think he mentioned that one mm-hmm. was coming as well. Okay. Yeah, we got it, a it, lot. It just got of, nominated I, for some awards, so. Yeah, is Love Is Blind coming back too? Yeah, February eleventh. Yeah, February eleventh. Yeah, yes, yes. I know the Love Is Blind stands are out there as well. I'm, um, I'm here. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back uh, with a midweek episode, and then we will uh, nail down what we're going to talk about next weekend. But we'd love to hear your suggestions. Of course, uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter and let us know. And of course, uh, follow the Nothing But R H A P Twitter account. Yes, at mm-hmm. nothing but RHAP is the official nothing but Netflix Twitter account yeah. where it is tweeting out the links and asking for your suggestions for what we should watch. It's also uh, like trolling the random hashtags and just plugging the podcast wherever it can. Okay. And well so done. the hard workers, yeah, the interns are hard at work trying to make uh, nothing but RHAP happen. Okay. It's going to happen. All right. Yeah. 
All right, now now we got to hear from we have the the person here who's on uh, a million podcasts. So let's uh, hear what they're up to, Mari. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, well, I was just on with you and Akiva yes. on the nap, season uh, three, episode about, seven, Desperate Housewives, yes, Desperate Housewives, plus uh, a Twitter Spaces mailbag. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. It, it was early in the morning. That is my excuse, but it was fun. It was very fun. I can't wait to come back on Renap, oh. maybe for something. Like, I mean, whatever. I, I'm inviting myself because apparently you have to schedule yourself on yes. that show. Yes, Well, um, I'm happy so- to get a good experience. This is going to be a guest. They said, I'm never coming back. Yeah. I, I would did. love to come I on and that, talk. And I was back. <laughs> Some sort of wrestling would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm also on the Wrestling Rehap Up podcast with our great friend, Matt Scott. Uh, we just dropped our, our latest episode earlier today. So you can go check us out. Um, go to uh, robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also find us on the Rob Has a Podcast YouTube. Um, just search Wrestling Rehap Up on that. Uh, so tomorrow I will be on my weekly meltdown with Allison Beth and Tyler talking about real world homecoming Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, we're going to get into the mess. That's going to be live as well. So How many episodes at, is that? That's eight. It's eight. eight episodes. Oh my God. I, I used to watch the real world Los Angeles back in the day. I, I've, I've, I've thought about going back and checking, but eight episodes is a lot. Well, I mean, yeah, but it, you should watch it. it. The homecoming is actually pretty good for somebody who, if you watch the original Los yeah. Angeles season, I think you'll really like it. I didn't watch the original Los Angeles season and I really like it. Like Tammy Roman is like yeah. the star. Mm-hmm. So um, I would definitely go back and watch it. They touch on a lot of like really heavy subjects. So uh, me and Matt will be on my weekly meltdown. Yeah, to, I mean, there uh, was heavy stuff that it. went on in the, in, in the, in the real, in the, the first time around. Exactly. It's true. So, mm-hmm. And they address all of the, they yeah. address all of that. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about it. It's going to be live. I think we're going live at seven, seven o'clock tomorrow for my, my weekly meltdown. So check them out there. And of course, uh, we've got to shout out. Matt has a new podcast, uh, pod friends, and I will be on that, you know, soon. So, uh, you know, just going, I'm just going around making the rounds promoting. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find what I'm doing, um, just, uh, follow me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. Mm-hmm. And then you'll find what I'm doing there. Great job, Mari. Thank you for coming on mm-hmm. for talking uh, Singles Inferno uh, with us. Yes. Okay. Chappelle, did you get <laughs> jealous when you heard about all the podcasts that Mari is on? No, it felt like so good to not be that guy. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is so relaxing. I'm normally like fumbling through my notes like, oh, and then yesterday I was on uh, this um, So, yeah, I no, I'm very that. happy for Mari. I hope that she continues this reign of destruction that she's doing, just tearing through the podcast community, knocking them out, boom, 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 boom. So especially because they're calling Mari, they're not calling me. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't have any plugs, Rob. This is This is my home. I'm hanging mm-hmm. out with you uh, currently. I think I have some things in the work. Uh, you know me. I can't. I can't. I can't sit still too long. Um, but I do want to plug something that I'm not even on. Uh, the Married at First Sight uh, wrap up is so good. Yes, Asia and Jason Amazing. have me caring about this show that I've been avoiding yeah. for so long. So mm-hmm. the same way I care about 90 Day Fiance because you and who you're talking season. about, it, Rob. Yeah, it's only the was second week. It's the second week and yep. they are on fire. Jason and, and, and Asia are just incredible. And so if you haven't listened to the Married at First Sight coverage on RJP, check that out. The Married at First Sight wrap up because it's great. The two of them are amazing. Okay. Uh, you yep. can also yeah, subscribe at uh slash M. 
A F S feed. Maps. Yeah, yeah. Maps. Maps. I had to sound it out, but I got it. Maps. Maps. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then uh, for me, uh, of course, uh, that you could, uh, of course, we mentioned Robin and Keeping a podcast this weekend. Plus, uh, check out some of these survivor deep dives that we have been uh, dropping up at robinswebsite.com. Uh, we have dropped our interview with Evie and Ricard and now Tiffany up at robinswebsite.com. So uh, be sure to check out everything we have going on there. Plus, uh, Joe Millionaire recaps uh, have been coming <laughs> this month. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with Jenny Autumn watching a show that I have not had very fun watching. <laughs> Joe Millionaire. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.